This is the Church of Common Sense with Travis Lindsay. He stinks and I don't like him. Shock the system. Sex machine, get up off of that thing. I feel good. Jam. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Why are you running? Why are you running? So for shits and giggles. What the f is this? Watch your profanity. Look at all those chickens. When the hell did this happen? My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Your world is not funny. Your world is... Next, next on the big story. <laughs> what really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? The fuck is that? Shit! I'm dying in this fucking country-ass fucked-up town. <laughs> Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out of this country, motherfucker. I'm standing up and I'm telling you I am Warhol. I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. Walt Disney, mm. Nike, Google. Now, who's going to be the Medici family and stand up and let me create more? Or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out of my moment? Oh, my brother, testify. And always let your conscience be your guide. And always let your conscience be your guide. All right, and welcome to episode 16 of the Church of Common Sense, episode 1616, sweet 16, you got 80 million songs about sleeping with 16 year olds in the 60s and the 50s, cause age was just a guideline back then, oh boy, how are we doing today? Uh, everyone, hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you're hanging in there uh, and during the pandemic. And uh, now that I said 16, I'm just thinking of uh, Sweet 16. This is the Sweet 16 episode. Uh, maybe we should do something more grandiose for it. Maybe uh, we should have had a super Sweet 16. You remember that show? Do you remember that horse, that MTV horse shit? My super sweet 16, just brats. Just fucking brats. It, I, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if it came up before Bridezilla's or not, but boy, oh boy. Just, God, I remember watching that show. That was like when MTV was like peak reality. I think this was right before 16 and Pregnant. I love the evolution where like my super sweet 16... <laughs> and then my, you know, my fucking super sweet baby shower. Um, what a wild time! God, that show's like sixteen years old. These these super sweet sixteen people are in their third, in their mid thirties now. They could be, they could be, you know, they probably all grew up to be in 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 fucking Karen videos and barbecue Beckys and shit. These were. Oh, they were the worst. Just, uh, you know, daughters of rich kids. I don't know if they ever had 
guy 16 ones, but if they did, they were probably, you know, they were assholes too. But it's just a girl swing like, oh, oh, that's pale magenta. I wanted light magenta. Fucking, and then, you know, <laughs> they would get like a really nice car and then freak out because it was not, uh, it didn't, it didn't have to write air freshener in it. Oh, God. Uh, that really was a, uh, almost a sign for where we're headed as a society and people's entitlements. Boy, oh boy. You know, <laughs> these brats now probably die. I recognize through my white privilege that I, and you know, they're just still the same. They either went on one end of the spectrum. They're either, uh, so far trying to help poor minorities that can't defend themselves. Or they're on the other end uh, where they're calling uh, the cops because of lemonade stands. Uh, no one, I guarantee no one on us, my super sweet 16, grew up to be a, a decent <laughs> human being. Uh, that show should have been just been called Lost Causes. Um. <laughs> oh, can you tell I'm in a mood? Can you, can you tell I'm, I'm, uh, I'm annoyed? Uh, just, uh, emotionally disheveled. I, am. Um, more cancellations coming in. Uh, this, uh, what was going to be a very full, tiring month, which was like, uh, but I was very excited for it at the same time. It's now become a very, uh, open month where I'm very, ugh, and, uh, you know, excited that I could spend time with people I want to spend time with and, and, and enjoy Christmas things. But, you know, usually I'm on the road this time of year and I get to see Christmas uh, going on all over the place. And now I'm going to, you know, I'm kind of relegated to one area. And uh, that's, uh, that's a bit of a bummer. I wish, uh, I wish I was going around all over the place to, uh, to experience the Christmas feelings and the Christmas vibes. But alas... But alas, it's uh, it's not uh, meant to be. But we will get by. We'll do uh, the best we can. I'm just, you know, I'm a little PO'd. I wanted, uh, you know, I had a New Year's uh, show booked, and that is now uh, no longer happening thanks to uh, thanks to COVID. Uh, you know, everyone's uh, favorite uh, awful uh, <laughs> pandemic. Trying to think of the right words. I'm uh, I'm a little all over the place in my head. This one I know I say this every week uh, is probably going to be a a, a fairly uh, short one. Honestly, maybe a half hour uh, tops. I recorded um, my Disney podcast, High Dad Soup, last night. Uh, I did the Little Mermaid. Drink of choice was an under the Caesar. I didn't make food this week because the Caesar little is kind of like you know comes with a snack. You know I really stacked it up with a with a pretty badass topper featuring salami and pickled eggs and scallops and shrimp and you know because it's under Caesar you got to get a little seafood stuff. Made a homemade rimmer with some old bay seasoning, which is usually used in uh, you know seafood cooking and stuff. Uh, turned out great. Uh, I did something a little different this time uh, with High Dad Soup. I uh, I recorded, uh, as I watched the movie, I watched, uh, you know, I had my headphones plugged into my, uh, PlayStation controller, so I was getting the audio, so it didn't, you know, copyright loss that, and then I'm kind of reacting live, so if anyone wants to <laughs> re-watch Little Mermaid and then hear me occasionally chime in with things, um, 
feel free to do that on High Dead Soup, or you can skip ahead and we do it the, the same way we've always done it on High Dead Soup the last uh, three episodes, where you know I just kind of recap it drunkenly. Uh, but I just thought that would make it a little more interactive, a little more fun. You can, you know, start as soon as I start, and I, you know, kind of hopefully timed it up right so you could, uh, you know, follow along in uh, in queue uh, with me and all that jazz. But uh, I really like, I kind of like that format. I'll probably do it again. I'm trying to think what I'm going to do for the next one in uh, in a couple of weeks. I guess I got to do Nightmare Before Christmas. I said I was going to do all the Disney Renaissance stuff, but it's Christmas time. I got to do Nightmare Before Christmas, right? I mean, you know, I could have done it around Halloween time or right after Halloween, but uh, why not just get it out of the way then? Uh, but yeah, I mean, really, the podcast right now is the only thing I kind of got consistently going on because I can do it in my house. I don't even worry about it getting uh, canceled unless I don't feel like doing it. Then, then fuck it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm in a weird place right now comedy wise because you know um i was planning on you know recording some stuff i did want i was really adamant about recording something before the end of the year and then that you know just wasn't going to happen with the the festival coming up and stuff and then i was kind of aiming for january and i don't january's not going to happen now january's out of the question i it'll at least be maybe february i you know it's it's hard to plan long term for these things because at the drop of a hat, everything kind of goes back to stage one. Uh, so that's a little uh, frustrating and annoying. So I'm trying to, you know, adapt and make out best I can. But on the bright side, uh, I can see now. I can I can read things that aren't uh, a quarter of an inch from my face. That's nice. I enjoy that. That's uh, My glasses are doing good. Uh, they came in early, I, I'm, which I'm very excited about. Now I'm a, I'm a man with uh, spectacles, and uh, I uh, I think I look pretty damn smart, uh, <laughs> which is good, which gives off the illusion that I am someone of intelligence, uh, you know, because I know I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just talking about what's uh whatever uh, churns out of this brain, you know. I just kind of spit it out there, and you know I try to use how I feel and how I think and try to combine the two into some kind of form of logic. You know, and that's uh, that's really all you can do, you know. When you try to educate yourself and be better than you were yesterday and all that uh, all that jazz. But, um, yeah, I got glasses. I'm happy with them. I adjusted pretty quick. You know, I kind of forget they're on my face uh, quite frequently. Um, I will say when I do take them off now, I do realize how uh, horrible... Uh, my vision is. I uh, like I said last week. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm like the Ray. Char- I'm the Ray Charles of bats. Like I I'm blind and I'm a little bit extra. Uh, I mean that's probably offensive to people who actually have zero vision at all. Uh, but I ha I am literally like uh, I think I said this last week too. I don't know if I did, but it's like uh, the uh, <laughs> the drinking and driving ads where uh, you know. The whole ad is like a car driving, and then they gradually put more and more uh, empty beer glasses in in uh, front of the camera view. So that's what you're seeing, and that was like your level of drunkenness. You know, one drink, two drinks, whatever. Um, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm an in the ditch, off the road, uh, car crash level blind. It's uh, it's not good, but I can see now. I've done one set in them. I did them one uh, for my last 22 set of the year. 
doing warm-up. That was kind of weird. There was uh, no audience uh, this time around. It was all crew members and uh, healthcare people that worked there for 22 minutes in the audience this week, which uh, was, like, odd but fun. You know, I kind of... Everyone had already kind of been familiar with me from doing warm-up the last few weeks, so there was almost an instant, like, connection there, which is kind of hard to do for, like, warm-up, is to connect with this audience that has no idea who you are or what you're doing there and, you know, they don't really kind of, you really have to earn their trust, but the, you know, the kind of trust was there because these people know this is my job and this is what I do. So, uh, in that regard, it was definitely easier to, uh, connect right off the bat, but I will, you know, but uh, you know, you want audiences, you want live uh, people. I like the challenge of people that don't know who the hell I am. Uh, I like that challenge of like trying to make them laugh. I think that's, uh, you know, that always feels better for me when I have a good uh, good set, when I know people have no idea who I am, and then I go up there and I have a really good set. That that feels ten times better than, uh, you know, people that you do know laughing at you because you kind of are aware of uh, the little things that make, uh, make those laughs a little bit easier and... It's not that you don't need to earn those ones, but there is a there are some bumpers placed up. It's easier to strike uh, bowling term, not uh, not baseball. Uh, it's easier to hit a strike with um, with people you know there because they already like you, and really that is half the battle of getting people to laugh at you is getting them to like you uh, because then they feel like they can get a read on you and they can tell that you're joking. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was fun regardless. Uh, I've been having a really great time there at, uh, 22 minutes doing the warm up. I can't wait for, uh, 2021 and to return for the, the 10 weeks after that of, uh, of them filming the show. It's, uh, it's fun to watch the whole process with the, you know, the cameramen and the sound people and the lighting people and like all the stuff that goes into it. And especially now working in this weird COVID world where people are literally, you know, mask on and they're scrubbing down the desk and stuff. It's, uh, it's fascinating. It's really interesting. And, uh, I, I've always loved behind the scenes stuff and like watching how things work. I like watching, you know, the cogs and the, the cogs and the wheels crank and turn and see how everything moves and breathes and lives. Um, it's great. I'm really, I'm really enjoying that. What is going on? What else is going on in the world? Uh this week oh the monolith stuff have you seen uh, the monolith the monolith the m-o-n-o-l-i-t-h monolith uh that popped up in utah and then everyone was like where the hell did this come from and then it disappeared and then one popped up in romania and it's like this <laughs> it's like this weird alien banksy uh you know art display I, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, um, I guess, you know, people found this, and then it was gone, uh, obviously, you know, someone put there, it's not alien stuff, everyone has, uh, you know, they've kind of already debunked any chance of it being any kind of alien, uh, life form, but it's amazing when, like, you know, the moment one little weird thing happens, I mean, the people are like, aliens! It's got to be aliens. Of course, they're going to put down this giant piece of metal in the middle of the desert where no one can find it. That's that's their big statement to Earth. <laughs> Is we're going to put this monolith in the middle of nowhere. And then Utah, of all places. Where nothing happens. 
Honestly, I, I couldn't even tell you what the weather is normally like in Utah. I know they had the Olympics there once. And I know it's a it's a pretty Mormony religious area. It like it already sounds like it's an alien place on its own. I think for something to be alien in Utah, you gotta have like a Chick Fil A that's open Sundays, and it's got a Pride flag out front like that. <laughs> that's some alien activity in Utah. Not this fucking piece of rebar sticking out of the dirt. Which it wasn't even in the dirt. It was There was silicone wrapped around it. Nah, that's all been debunked. But of course, those will get people talking. Other people are like, It's all a distraction, man. From, <laughs> from the vaccine. If we're focused on the monolith, we won't know what they're injecting us with. Shut up. I uh, <laughs> told you I'm in a mood. Uh, but we're technically halfway through this podcast already. Uh, I think I'm only going to do short ones after I record uh, High Dad Soup. That's a lot of talking uh, for me. And, uh, you know, you gotta you got to pace yourself. You know? So I'll do longer ones most of the time. But, uh, but like, because I record this literally the day afterwards. And, you know, I'm semi-hungover and stuff. So I'm probably going to keep... Once the day after I record uh, High Dad Soup, uh, a fairly uh, a reasonable uh, length, a pocket-sized one, if you will, uh, you know. But, you know, if you're here listening to me, sometimes less is more. You know, sometimes you can fill in uh, a good good amount of stuff in a, in a half hour than you do in a, you know, a full hour. So, um, I, uh, I got, you know, I was looking up some news stories and, you know, trying to figure out. Speaking of the monolith one, though, um... Did you did you see there was the uh, uh, the penis sculpture uh, mysteriously popped up in the in the Bavarian mountains? Someone was like, "I see your monolith, and I raise you a cock." Um, it, uh, it 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 apparently fell down like over a few weeks ago, but then someone has uh, has risen it up again. Uh, just uh, days after a large uh, phallus sculpture mysteriously disappeared uh, from a Bavarian mountainside, a similar wooden carving had appeared in its place. So you know, uh, you know, God, uh, God lowers a dick, life raises one back up. Uh, life find life uh, finds a way. Uh, the saga began several years ago when a two-meter-tall, almost seven-foot-tall sculpture appeared on the one thousand seven hundred thirty-eight meter. Uh, which is uh, converted into 5,702 feet high uh, Gruenten Mountain in southern Germany. It quickly became a selfie magnet or a chick magnet. <laughs> Fuck my life. Um, for hikers and even featured on Google Maps where it was described as a cultural moment. The sculpture toppled over several weeks ago only to be erected again last week and it vanished entirely with only a pile of sawdust left me. Who? <laughs> Lockdown got someone really horned up. Someone's real lonely. They're stealing. They're stealing mountain dicks. That's a. <laughs> that is a person who needs a hug. Uh, even as local police probed the disappearance, uh, the tale took a further twist Thursday with the discovery that a new, slightly larger carving of a. <laughs> the perpetrator was black. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, even as local police probed, this tale took it further through Thursday with the discovery that a new, slightly larger carving of a male genitalia had appeared at the site, propped up with wooden beams. So someone had uh, <laughs> had raised it. it it's it's a tea penis. It's uh yeah oh my yeah a little wig crumb. Uh, a wooden phallus sculpture, but two meter size stands. Yeah, we've already read that stuff. Yeah, that's we're literally where the story ends. It's like, yeah, someone uh, made it, put a new dick on this mountain. Um, so I'm sure that'll be a selfie magnet too. And that's a, there you go. That's how you can check how up to date Google Maps is. Uh, look up this mountain. You can see if it's the old dick or it's the new dick. Uh, it looks cold there too. So it's a, it's an impressive size uh, structure. Uh. It's it's a it's a it's literally a woodpecker. <laughs> I wish I had transition music for my next story. That would have been uh, perfect. Uh, this guy named Hitler won an election in uh, in 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 Namibia. Um, I don't where is uh the man's uh, name is Adolf Hitler, uh, Yunona. So Hitler's his middle name. Uh, which, <laughs> uh, how, how evil are you? Evil. Hitler's my middle name. Yeah. Um, as a child, I saw it as a totally normal name, said Adolf Hitler, who was given the name by his father. I, <laughs> maybe they only have, like, World War Two movies in, in Namibia, and, like, Hitler's, like, Considered like Darth Vader there, where like he's evil, but he's beloved. Like they don't realize he was an actual person. They're just like you, they think he's a movie character. And I named him. a man named Adolf Hitler. It's also funny to have a black Hitler. I mean, if anyone should be able to be named Adolf Hitler, it should be um, minorities and, and Jewish people. Because what more of a hell would it be than to have the people Hitler tried to get rid of take his name? Michael Jordan already got the mustache. We'll take the name. You can keep the micro penis. We took all the charisma. <laughs> Leave that motherfucker <laughs> like a world star video. Just knock out Hitler and clean his pockets. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, if that man just would have had one latka, shit would have been different. Shit would have gone down totally different. He would have stuck to his paintings. Uh, man, Adolf Hitler has won election southwest in the southwest African country, uh, Namibia, and he's been kind enough to let everyone know that he has no plans to take over. The I <laughs> My name is Hitler, but I am not going to take over the world. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You can't have a blonde hair, blue eyed Wakanda. Get the fuck. <laughs> um, Adolf Hitler, known of Nambia Southwest Africans, uh, Africa People's Organization Party, was sworn in as a counselor of the Ampunja uh, con uh, constituency on Wednesday. Ampunja is located in Namibia's northern northern Oshana region, and during the country's election on November 27, Unona won uh, 1,196 votes. Over opponent, 
over her opponent Abner Joseph Stalin Mumbala. No, his middle name wasn't Stalin. Uh, Abner Mumbala of the Independent Patriots for Change Party. Oh, so Adolf still might be a little conservative. What's this? Southwest Africa's people. Oh, anytime they mention the people in the party, it's usually it's usually not a good sign. It's uh, it 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 it, it usually was around pretty conservative. This Patriots for Change, he's probably looking uh, for a, a better life. Uh, speaking with a German newspaper, uh, the 54-year-old Ununa said that his father had picked the unorthodox name for him and was likely unaware of Adolf Hitler's infamous role in his. I just like the way it sounded. It sounded like a name of power. I don't know why he turned a little uh, Hispanic there from Wakanda forever. Uh, Adolf Hitler's infamous role in his name was also a former German colony from 1884 to 1915, meaning that a name like Adolf would not become uncommon. Yeah, but he went with the full Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Nazi Germany! Mumba boom! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as a child, I saw. As a child, I saw it as a totally normal name. Uh, it wasn't until I was growing up that I realized this man wanted to subjugate the whole world. I have nothing to do with any of these. <laughs> I like that. this motherfucker. <laughs> My name is Hitler, but as Shaggy would say, it wasn't me. Uh. Monona added that his wife uh, simply called him Adolf, and he <laughs> uh, and he usually went by Adolf Unona in public. Unfortunately, Hitler remains his middle name on all official documents, making it uh, too cumbersome to change. <laughs> I cannot be asked. Invite me to your Hanukkah party. I will bring a quality dreidel for you. I am not a bad guy. Uh, news of Anona's victory quickly went international viral across social media as the novelty of a man named Adolf Hitler taking public office in a year as chaotic as 2020 was simply too bizarre. There's that's amazing. There's a, there's a man in office right now named Adolf Hitler, and he's uh, <laughs> he's probably still a better person than Trump. Uh, this seems like sort of thing Adolf Hitler would say. Uh, okay, Adolf Hitler. I'm not. He he does. He kind of looks like uh, Forrest Whitaker in the Last King of Scotland. This is, uh, yeah, of course, memes and memes. What a wild. It's just like, <laughs> there's no, that has to be the worst name to have on the planet, right? There's no, my name is Adolf Hitler. <laughs> like, you can't name a worse name. Name a worse name. To, to have grown up then on an infamy level. And I don't mean something like, you know, Turd Cutter McGee. Like, I mean, like, you know, that's an embarrassing name. But you're never going to introduce yourself and as Turd Cutter McGee. And then someone's like, Turd Cutter McGee killed my grandparent. Like, that's not going <laughs> to. Turd Cutter McGee's never going to invoke anger or fear or, you know. Or anything like that. To be called Adolf Hitler. I mean. 
and to know him. To yell that out and to yell that in pop like you <laughs> Hitler, clean your room. It looks like a con <laughs> Oh, the the dad had to know. The dad had to. I know he says there's no way, but you don't get both like that. You don't line it up so perfectly. I wonder if he wears the Michael Jordan. Or he wears the Hanes. He at least he doesn't have the mustache. That would. He's also too big. He he looked like Oliver Hardy. Uh, good lord. Uh, what else we got going on in the news? Uh, UK's oldest and most underwhelming Christmas tree back on display for its 100th year. The tree bought from Woolworth in 1920 went on to survive Hitler's... My lord, they love Hitler in the UK news. Uh, a tree brought from Woolworth in 1920 went on to survive Hitler's bombs and did... I did not bomb that house. I was there singing Christmas carols. Uh, and eight house moves to become a treasure family joke and become a contender for the most underwhelming festive. That's the most British shit I've ever heard in my life. Let's have the most disappointed Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. You're mediocre and depressing. Uh, one of Britain's oldest and most underwhelming artificial Christmas trees. But of course it's artificial. No one's expecting you to carry around this tree out of roots for a hundred years. Owner K. Ashton, 66, is the, batter, the battered tree which is held together by sticky tape survived being bombed in the blitz. I would love if this hit. <laughs> this is the ugliest tree I've ever seen in my life. From now on, too, anytime I see the real Hitler, I am going to just picture him talking like he's straight out of Wakanda. <clears throat> it costs two shillings. <laughs> shillings. Uh, I don't know. That's just funny. I You got goofy money. Pounds and quids and, and shillings and, and satchels of... of gold uh it it's it's all hilarious to me because i don't understand it and uh you either laugh at something like that or you hate something like that and i choose to laugh uh it cost two shillings when it was bought in 1920 by her grandmother Kay from sheffield told bbc it's actually just a bit of a family joke now yeah no shit okay <clears throat> even my sister says have you got that twig out yet and i go yep Case sounds like a real good interview. Uh, it is an abominable tree, though. It's uh, it's essentially like an empty uh, paper towel stand <laughs> with the, with some Grinch fingers sticking out of it, and it, it can hold up some ornaments. Though it looks like it would topple over, but that's good. The tree is just for oh, f come on now. Uh, her grand Elizabeth Naylor bought it from Woolworth, and it has been passed down to the family. Ever since the, tw the two foot high tree was hit by shrapnel during the Blitz in 1940 and survived eight house moves. Um, case it, it still is absolutely underwhelming. <laughs> what did he expect? One <laughs> Christmas is going to wake up and it's in full bloom. But of course, it's going to be underwhelming. It's an artificial tree, it's not going to grow into something better. 
I think my nan would be absolutely flabbergasted because my mother was renowned for throwing stuff in the bin. Boy, oh boy, and they have a picture of this old uh, woman. Not bad for a... Well, this one was this picture taken. Kay's in 1920. That's... Kay, your grandmother was was a pretty woman. Um, my mom threw my dad's medals away from World War II. <laughs> Who is your mom that kept this ugly tree but was like, Eh, he's no hero. You can't take out the... You can't take out the garbage. I'm taking away your medals. Uh, my mom threw my dad's medals away from World War Two. She, she wasn't a hoarder. Yeah, no shit. Uh, the fact it's got through my mother, I don't know how it's managed it. <clears throat> Grand Elizabeth, known as Nan Nan, died in 1981, aged 80. Boy, oh boy. She was born in 1901, and then died in 1981. Oh, she was old through some good, fun shit. Uh, I mean, I wasn't even alive, but, I, you know, there was, to be an old white British person, I'm sure she missed the, when Joyce died, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure the UK just got decent food 12 months ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all I hear is how shit the food is there, uh, yeah, uh, Nando's is pretty good, though, I'll, I'll, I'll go for some cheeky Nando's, uh, when Joyce died in 2012, Kay became the third generation to own it. Last year, during a house move, Kay feared she lost it, but found it just in time under her bed. People expect me to say it was a cherished thing, but it was... That's so British. Uh, my mother used to chuck it in the box with the bell still on and put it in the shed. It's one of the reasons why I can't believe it's still here. It's like, God bless this little Christmas tree. It's just fighting for its life. Put it in a museum. Give it a nice home. Man named Adolf Hitler wins election. I'm not. I'm not closing that story off. That's. Uh, I gotta read that one again just for myself. Uh, mortified mum finds malfunctioning frozen Elsa doll making X-rated. No Can we stop? Can we stop with the kids' toys and everything sounding like it's it's sucking and fucking and all this? And let it go. Let it go. Can't hold me back anymore. Uh, <laughs> I told you I'm in a, I'm in a mood uh, today. Uh, I've not I've not played the video. Let's uh, let's all listen together and and see if this is actually uh, making an X-rated sound. I, that's not my ringtone. I want the media. I want the media volume. God damn it! Come on. Okay. Come on now, play it. Oh, what is? Are you going into? Sorry, we got an ad here. We'll let that play. Jesus. What an abysmal, abysmal, stupid thing. <clears throat> I just want to hear if the doll is making a fucking sound. Oh, here we go. Okay, it was making like a oh, relax and I really need some. Uh, yeah, of course you want to look at it with dirty uh, ear. Let's not act like this is uh Let's read it and see if she freaked out and called Disney. It sounds like you need to fix the batteries in the thing. Uh, a mum who heard a disturb... What is going on here? Stop yourself. 
A mom who heard a disturbing sound coming from her twin daughter's toy room got the shock of her life when she went to investigate. The woman discovered that it was a, a frozen kid's toy that belonged to her little girls, uh, Aria and Ava. But the noise that was coming out of her mouth was far from appropriate for children. She immediately filmed the doll's inappropriate sounds and shared a reaction to TikTok under the username Raising Twins. Clever. Uh, under the username, to show her followers what happens when the power begins to run out. Okay, the amused mom. So it doesn't say she was pissed. Uh, the amused mom wrote, Imagine my confusion when I heard the sound coming from the toy room. Elsa needs to calm down. Okay, so she's laughing about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The toy, which usually speaks, moves, uh, appeared to be running out of batteries, which was causing it to malfunction. It was uh, also heard repeating the words, I really need, as her eyes open and close quickly. Yeah, the doll moves and talks. Batteries are going flat or house is haunted, she wrote alongside the hilarious clip. Okay, so this is the one, like, we need to recall all these things. Uh, since being posted, the clip has been viewed more than 20,000 times, racked up about 2,400 times, racked up over 2,400 likes, and received dozens of comments from amused followers. One said, O-M-F-G, ha, 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 ha. I, and then reference, I made the joke I made, because I'm just the same as everyone else. Uh, another said, legit, just throw those toys out, while a third added, that's so wrong. Of course, there's always one person needs to take it. Elsa using her ice powers for personal gain. Oh, like an icicle dildo. <laughs> Talk about getting the cold shoulder. Uh, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Um, Mom leaves son five in tears after cruel elf on a shelf prank. See, this is why you don't need to do elf on a shelf. The stupid. Just raise a, raise a good kid. Don't trick him into being good. Make them actually good. Takes a little more work, but you'll get there. A mom left her son traumatized. Of course she did. After an elf on the shelf prank sensationally backfired. Tanya Lee, 30, admitted she appeared to be a bad parent. After she convinced her five-year-old son, Oscar, that his toy Grinch had eaten the elf in their kitchen. <clears throat> That's it. That's it. Elf on the shelf is done. This woman wins. Uh... I think you're doing just as much damage as this woman did. Uh, <laughs> this lady. <laughs> oh, she placed a bunch of chicken bones with either ketchup or barbecue sauce on the counter and just got an empty elf on the shelf hat. And another elf on the shelf has got his eyes closed, mortified, and she has a stuffed Grinch with a fork and a knife. Uh, you know, because the Grinch only comes down from the mountain for the taste of hoo flesh. Uh, a hilarious photo shows bones left over from roast chicken in the formation of a skeleton covered in blood beside the Grinch toy. <laughs> the blood might be a little much for a five-year-old, uh, but I think that's uh, hilarious. I, maybe she could have just done the empty hat and the Grinch holding the fork and knife, but uh, Tanya, who is a carer, <laughs> said we had a roast chicken on Sunday, and the bones left a perfect elf-shaped skeleton, so I thought I'd play this joke. I love... Uh, uh, I'm a carrot, but I've, I also went to med school for, uh, woodlawn creatures. Uh, I went for it and left the skeleton out as if the Grinch ate Elf on the shelf, but my little boy cried and cried. He cried for half an hour. His first words afterwards were, the, the Grinch shouldn't have eaten her. The Grinch is not allowed to eat her. I had opened the cover and showed him that the Elf was actually hiding and it was just a silly little joke. <laughs> Fuck you, Elf on the shelf, you wanker, you tosser. Um... <clears throat> Mother, I don't love you anymore. You're a liar and a fucking storyteller. And 
is that it from that is it for news boom and we're uh we're, we're about 40 minutes in so we got a little extra and a little more in than i was expecting uh but this is uh this is the podcast uh for this week uh for go special shout out to a listener who who just had a baby congratulations on the baby uh, i don't even think we can actually listen to this right now because it's always told uh it it hurts to laugh uh uh, so, uh, that's, a, that's, that's the best review I can get on this, uh, show is, um, I, I can't listen because I just had a baby and, uh, it, it hurts to laugh. Uh, so kudos to me, pat on my, pat on my back. Uh, so feel better, get well soon. Uh, as always people, please, if you want to send in your questions and confessions to father Lindsay and the church at gmail.com. And until next week, uh, take care of yourself and each other. To quote uh, the late great but still alive Jerry Springer. Um, Have a good week, everyone. Uh, I will talk to you next week. Uh, Wakanda forever. And, um, you know, praise the final salute. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. I'm done for for Wakanda and Hitler really gets me in trouble. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. What year is it? <laughs> now, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. <clears throat> are you going to bark all day, little doggy? Or are you going to bite? All right, then. I'm just going to go watch a movie. Hey, In Night Flint, that's my favorite movie. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. What am I doing? Jagging off the Annie Griffith? Jagging off the Clara? Huh? You mean Aunt B? Aunt B, Clara, whoever. Who the lady answered the damn phone? Who's Clara? Who the lady answered the phone? I don't know. Is that a girl named Clara? I don't know Clara. I know Aunt B. Nobody want to jack off no damn Aunt B. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. I'm surrounded by idiots. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Instead of a bum. Which is what I am. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. That's all, folks. What the hell is that?